Breaking into a Premier League first team is harder than ever. Every year, thousands of young players enter the youth academies. Every year, maybe a dozen will make their debut for a Premier League club. Only the very best of the best prevail. I'm Faker Others. Welcome to the next big thing. If you're a Liverpool fan and you're worried last season was a one-off... Mane has escaped to Wobi. Alexander-Arnold is dashing. Shakiri is up alongside. It's Trent Alexander-Arnold. Sadio Mane! Another brilliant Liverpool break. Another splendid Liverpool goal. They are in Merseyside paradise. Worry not. Underneath the waterline, a new generation of stars are preparing to surface. There's Curtis Jones. Jones, come oh, to go! It's an absolutely stunning goal by Curtis Jones for Liverpool. Rianne Brewster. Who crosses Yard and Ryan Brewster brings England back into the final. Nico Williams. Nico Williams looking long. Oh, where's that going? It's in! And this season, they might just be joined by Billy Cometio. Billy Cometio will be 18 in November 2020, and he's already on the very fringes of the Liverpool first team. At six foot three, he's a towering presence in the centre of any defence. He's played for the under 18s, the under 23s, and in August, he was named on the bench for Liverpool's first team, ahead of their Community Shield clash with Arsenal. Right from the day that Liverpool signed him, really, uh, from a French club called the US Orleans, they were, there was a real buzz around, around getting that deal done. James Pearce, Liverpool correspondent for The Athletic. I think the coaches were excited because they could see the potential straight away, I think. Physically, he's a very imposing player. Great kind of speed and, and strength that you that you look for in a in a centre back. But I think that the big thing for Liverpool was that it was coupled with you know real ball playing ability as well, and his his range of passing kind of set him apart from from other kids his age. So um, yeah, you know he came from his hometown club Leon. I know that um, they didn't want to lose him. You know initially. He'd been a winger for them, but then as he as he shot up in terms of his height, they kind of shifted him from from the wing to to left back, and then um, you know finally to to centre half. I think it was at the age of about fourteen, and um, yeah, he's he's also someone who the the France national setup have got very very high hopes for. He's already been fast tracked uh, into their uh, under 18s team, so um, yeah, a young kid with a with a very bright future. He looks like a man already. He's huge. John Gibbons, the Anfield rap. He looks, you know, ready for, for, for adult football. And that's obviously the biggest challenge often uh, with players sort of coming through is that, you know, they, they, they might look good at sort of youth level, but as soon as they're against big burly fellas, who, who, I mean, Burley and Burnley uh, fellas who want to sort of knock you off the ball and, and you know, they, they, they tend to find it difficult where he he looks physically ready now and so everyone seems very excited about him and rightly so. While Cometio didn't play any part in the Community Shield, he did play a part in Liverpool's extraordinary 4-0 victory over Barcelona. He was a ball boy. 
she remembered that game very well. And I remember the next morning I found out who the ball boy was who chucked the ball to Trent when he obviously assisted with the fourth goal in the game. Simon Hughes, Liverpool correspondent for The Athletic. You know, it was quite clear on that, on that night that Liverpool... The director from the very top of the club at Jurgen Klopp had, had said, look, you want the ball in play as quickly as possible. The, the instruction all the way down to sort of the, um, essentially a players liaison officer who deals with the ball boys at the junior level, that message went down and it was quite clear that they, they had a role to play in sort of the game in, in many ways. He wanted, you know, them to be thinking quickly, watching the pitch, you know, to be to be engaged with what was going on around them. It wasn't just a case of picking the ball up and chucking it back. He wanted them to be, if there was an opportunity to get the ball back on quickly, then do it. So Cometio would have been a part of that as well. Liverpool, of course, is where promising young players are given more opportunities than that. Well, I think it's one of those things that Jurgen Klopp likes to do every pre-season is promote a significant kind of number of kids from the academy to Melwood, essentially to run the rule over them, just to, you know, he doesn't get the chance to get down to the academy very often. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a big opportunity for these kids to show the first team manager, you know, their development and to, to show him what they're made of. And I think that the thing with Billy Cometio, it wasn't just his, you know, the, the, the quality of if, if, if his performances in training that caught the manager's eye, it was also how good he was at taking on board instructions and working at certain things that the staff had asked him to focus on. And, and also his kind of his attitude and just his general kind of, I'd, I'd say, application, which, you know, I know a lot of the senior players picked up on as well that, um, you know, it's it's probably a fine balancing act, I think, for young kids trying to make their mark in that senior environment because, you know, you don't want to be a shrinking violet, but at the same at the same token, you know, you don't want to be arrogant or um or thinking you're getting above your station. And I, I think that they all kind of said that Billy as a character was was great to have around, very humble and down to earth. Really wanted to learn. So, how good is Billy Cometio? I think he can go straight to the top and I think the ceiling with him is so high. He's a modern defender in every way and that he's got strength, he's got ability, he's, he's he's comfortable on the ball, he looks quick as well and he just looks like the only things he needs now is experience and development and you never know exactly what's going to happen with a footballer and there have been plenty that have been hyped and, and fall by the wayside but for a young centre-half, you know, he's, he's certainly the most exciting one that we've had at that age that, that I can remember in my life and you just hope that there's a pathway there for him where he is able to kind of show what he can do because I think if he does, he won't look back. I think we quite possibly will see him this season. I think that the League Cup hopefully gives an opportunity. There's, there's the FA Cup as well, depending on how he's developing. I think... They do seem to want to keep him around and also the fact that Liverpool aren't looking to buy a centre-half at the moment both shows the faith that they have in the young defenders at the, at the club but also that there is an opportunity there so he's only one or two injuries at the moment for being on, on the bench and then you sort of never know really. So Jürgen has faith in his young players. They all seem to rate him so, so highly so I wouldn't be surprised if we see him on the pitch at Anfield sooner rather than later. But for all of the opportunities for young players at Liverpool... The final stages of player development are not exactly easy, especially on the training field. I mean, I get the impression that, that, that sort of the, the senior players are very demanding of the, the younger players. I remember when Bobby Duncan, you know, a, a player who, who's, who went to, to Fiorentina and is now back in England looking for a club. I remember when he was training with the first team in the pre-season tour of America I was watching them train and, you know, the the first team players were giving him a bit of a hard time because he wasn't doing what was expected of him. That's how players learn, you know. So 
I think it's more of that, you know, like if you're not doing something right, you'll get told and you've got to react to that in a, in a, in a, in a positive way. You can't afford to think, oh, they're on at me, you know, that they don't think I'm very good. I think it's it's to try and test them. And footballers now are getting so much criticism from all sections of society. They can't deal with it from, you know, the, the players they're meant to be playing with. They haven't got much of a chance, really. So, yeah, I, I, I suspect that, that, that that's the case for him, that, you know, he's going to have to, to go through that process. But from what I hear, you know, he's, he's got a big personality and somebody who really believes in himself and, you know, won't, won't, won't have too many problems in, in that, that sort of competitive uh, culture that exists at the club at the moment. When chances to impress in the first team come along, it's important for players to take them and at the very least, not to make any horrible mistakes. Unfortunately for Cometio, a horrible mistake is exactly what he made in pre-season against Blackpool. I think he was just probably closed down a bit quicker than he thought he was going to be. Thought he had a bit more time to deal with a, a tricky situation. I don't think he was done too many favours with the pass that came his way. But yeah, it's, it's just one of those inevitable things. I think that the good thing for him is probably that it happened in a game that was absolutely meaningless in a, a, a warm-up game in an empty Anfield rather than when the stakes are higher. You know, that mistake against Blackpool certainly, I know, in, in Klopp's mind doesn't diminish, you know, what he'd seen for him in, in, in the three or four weeks before that in pre-season. So what next for Billy Cometio? Will he stay at Melwood or does a loan move beckon? Klopp has always made it quite clear that he feels generally that the best sort of path for a young player is to train at Melwood, establish himself at Melwood, show that he can compete with what is essentially, you know, world-class players and push them, try and push themselves into the first team reckoning and take the chances when it comes the way. He thinks that the standards at Melwood are so high that if a player is training with, with world-class players, they're going to benefit from that if they approach it in the right way. Klopp needs to have the confidence in a player that he can go and, and train at the intensity with which Liverpool train because, you know, it's at match speed, really. You know, the, the, the Liverpool trainers, if they play, it's not like they, they really necessarily build up to the match. Yeah, I think it's probably too early to be talking about a loan for Cometio. You know, I think for him, the domestic cups uh, are certainly going to be going to be big because, you know, we, we've seen the way that Klopp has, has treated those competitions previously. It's He really does use them for young players to to showcase their potential and I think and I, even more so I think in a season like this one when you know the the schedule is is so intense and so grueling that I, I just don't think he's going to be risking people like Virgil van Dijk and, and Joe Gomez in those games. So will he be getting a run in the first team? I've got to be honest I, I don't think so not not this season I think that Klopp, if it comes to it, is, is more likely in a league game to, to probably drop one of the two two or three midfielders that he's used as a centre-back before. You know, he's used Fabinho as a centre-back against Bayern Munich in a Champions League game and played very well. He's used Jordan Henderson in the um, in the World Club Championship as a centre-half in the semi-final and actually did very well again. I remember he played Wijnaldum against Brighton in a, in a back three a few years ago. So, He's got a lot of confidence in in the versatility of players. I, I think it all depends on the opponents and the situation. Really, I don't I don't see Cometio going in this season being the established fourth choice centre half and playing ten games. He might get bits of games here and there. He might get League Cup appearances. He might get FA Cup appearances as and when they come around. I think it'd be a big jump to go from sort of not playing any football with the first team 
in that position, a, a position of responsibility to then establishing himself and playing 10, 15 games at centre-half. I wouldn't be surprised at all if you do start seeing him in the odd League Cup game and also you see start to see substitute appearances from him because he is the type of manager who will back him and if he thinks he's good enough then he'll have no problems in throwing him in and also he gives players confidence as well so the young players who he puts in you know when Jurgen Klopp looks you in the eye and says you're ready then you feel ready don't you you feel eight foot tall even though he is nearly eight feet tall anyway I think the other thing that counts in Comessio's favour at the moment is the fact that Liverpool haven't replaced Dejan Lovren you know, initially all the talk was they would go and sign a, a senior centre-half, so they'd have four of them, essentially Gomez, Matip and A and other to compete for the right to, to partner Van Dijk. But, um, you know, with, with, with Thiago coming in, you know, it's probably more likely now that Fabino will be used as a as a makeshift centre-back at times. So that that should give Cometio big, big encouragement as well, because it's it's not one of those situations that young players quite often face at a big club where they've got, you know, six, seven people ahead of them in the pecking order and you can't really see that pathway. I think for Cometio, the, the pathway is, uh, you know, 100% there. I think, you know, you, you always have to temper it by saying that a young kid at 16, 17 looks like, you know, he's going he's gonna to light the place up and then for whatever reason it doesn't happen, whether it's, you know, whether it's injuries, whether it's, it's loss of form, whether suddenly the opportunities that, that he thought would be forthcoming you know, dis- disappear. But I- I'd be very surprised if that happens with Cometio because he's not, I think the, the physical side of things is-, is so big because usually usually that's a key part of the discussion with a really talented teenager coming through. Yeah, I, th- I think for the time being, he's going to be, you know, sort of in and around Melwood. But let's not forget they haven't signed a first team centre-half as well. So there is a bit of a gap there. I know Klopp sort of alluded to the fact that he wants to potentially use some of the midfielders in that role if if he feels that's necessary. But there is an opportunity for somebody like him to really stake the claim as, I suppose, the fourth centre-half. But it's a big ask because the standards are so high at Liverpool now. You know, it can be a very good player, but you've got to be competing with and better with the players that that, that, that are going into the team with. So, yeah, the standards have increased a lot over the last five years and it's certainly not an easy task getting into Liverpool's first team. Breaking into the Liverpool first team is going to require more than just a bit of talent personality is key it's not just about how good are these boys at football is that well how do you know do they have that thirst to learn do they want to improve are they humble are they someone who who knows how tough it is and it isn't going to rest in the levels and think well I've, I've, I've been around the first team a lot I've made it now you know to get into this team is really really tough and to make it at Liverpool is so difficult and you're not going to get there through talent alone so I would say when they were looking at Billy when he was over in France I would imagine that the questions they were asking coaches over there or people who'd seen him a little bit more was as much about his character as it was his talent we've got a very likeable team at the moment and it's brilliant it's a team who understands what Liverpool fans want to see and listen what Liverpool fans want to see isn't isn't that different to what football fans want to see up and down the pitch uh, we just like everything we do we do everything times 100 um, but, but I think um, I think for Liverpool supporters it's a working class city it's a, it's a city that, that, that values integrity and honesty and and it's a, it's a city that 
you know, wants to see people kind of give the wall and work for each other as well and not just themselves. You know, he can hold his own physically and then, you know, the technical side of his game is already very good. You know, when you when you think he's working with, for me, the best manager in the business and he's having to contend with Mo Salah and Sadio Mane and Roberto Firmino on the training field every day. What an unbelievable stage that is for for a young player who's already got, you know, a, a lot, of, lot of tools there that you can see um, to really kick on and fulfil his potential. Liverpool fans, you know, aren't too different to football fans up and down the country, really, in what we want to see from our teams. You want to see hard work. You want to see them put everything in for the shirt. And you want the players to understand it. If you were on the pitch, what you would do, you know, we might not be very good. My first touch wouldn't be good enough and my second one would be even worse. But I think, you know, what I would do is is run around and give everything I had. And you want to see that when the players go out on, on the pitch as well. And I think we've got a group of players at the moment who understand that, who understand the, the sort of minimum expectation, really, is to give everything that you have for the team and they're they're hungry they're hungry for success and they're hungry to to achieve as well and and they don't get complacent with what they have done they sort of want more as supporters we 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 love to see that we love to see the application we love to see the the honesty from them really and also that they've got that integrity about them that they don't think that they're bigger than the club because we're part of Liverpool Football Club and everything it's achieved and so anyone who comes and acts like they're they're bigger and better than the shirt and the badge um, certainly won't last very long and, and certainly you know will be given short shrift uh, by the supporters who will be very quick to tell you they've seen bigger and better throughout the years especially uh, some of the older ones in the main stand Join us next time by listening on the Athletic app or by subscribing to the next big thing on your favourite podcast provider The next big thing was produced for the Athletic by Adonis Pratsidis The writers were Nick Miller and Ian McIntosh. Simon Hughes and James Pearce are the Liverpool correspondents for The Athletic. John Gibbons came courtesy of the Anfield Wrap. The executive producer was Ian McIntosh.